Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. We're going to be talking about our Fox shows, which are 911 and The Residents. And I think we're in week three, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're in week three for week. both. First, we're going to be talking about 911. And this week was a lot more different than it usually is. We only, we only saw Athena and like Bobby, right? We didn't see anybody else. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, aside from all the extras in Florida where they're at. But yeah, as far as, like our main people, those are the only two. Okay. I couldn't think of any time that they like flashed to them at all, but I did enjoy the whole mystery of it all. That's not mm-hmm. something I typically get on 911. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I miss all our people and I'm looking forward to going back to, you know, the regular, you know, calls and everything. Mm-hmm. But this was a fun change of pace. I like the mystery. It was. I like a change every now and then. You can keep doing the same thing over and over again we need a little bit of change every once in a while and i enjoyed it it was like you said it was kind of that mystery which i think we all like but it was good it was really nice to see like athena more of her backstory more more of her as a child and you know the town she grew up in and the people she grew up with we never really know that much about her other than her later life yeah we learned I know through um, her backstory, the Athena begins. I know we got a little bit of, you know, who she was more like post college or whatever, but never yeah. been young. So, yeah. So it was nice. The casting for her mom was spot on. Like I saw her right? I was, and the way she was acting, I was like, yeah, that's her mom. Right. I think, I think it's the same person. I'm going with that. Yeah, they just dressed her up real good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she did. Pearson on her. She did do amazing. I was thoroughly impressed. So um, the big storyline was that little girl being taken. So yes, they kind of went into that a little bit. Like at the end of, like, um, they've been talking about that just a little bit, but we actually got to what happened that night kind of in a little bit of broken pieces but we got to see how everything happened that night and how everyone reacted so yeah yeah which like last week we got to see just a tiny bit of it this week they actually dove deep into the case and i mean this is apparently the entire reason why athena went into the field that she's in now is for tanya so I thought it was really nice to see, but pretty much we get to see Athena's really good friend from her childhood. I don't know if it was her best friend, but it was her, a girl she knew, a friend of hers. It was definitely a neighbor. Yeah. I don't think they were I'll, like besties, but I think they were acquaintances, was, friends, neighborhood it friends. Was, it was a little unclear how close they were, like what their relation was. But I was under the impression that it, that she was just a neighbor, that she didn't know Tanya or the sister okay. all that well. Yeah, more acquaintances. 
Yeah. Kind of. I think so too. That's kind of the impression I got, but I think it really did hit close to Athena because the girl was her age. And for something that traumatic to happen to somebody that's your age in your neighborhood right next to you, I mean, somebody steals you out of, I mean, quote unquote, somebody steals you out of bed. That has to be terrifying as a child. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially with seeing how her dad reacted to everything. Like he pulled mm-hmm. out his gun and like, yeah. I and at this point, I still thought Samuel was to blame. Mm-hmm. So I was really scared. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I thought Samuel was at first, but once, honestly, once I heard that truck go pop, pop, pop when he was going down the street, I thought it was senior. I just immediately, I was like, they wouldn't have put that truck going pop, pop, pop if it wasn't an important fact in the story. This is how I watch way too much TV. I'm like, no, they would not have made that truck make that sound in the show and zoomed in on it if it didn't have anything to do with the case. So I was like, it's senior. I know it's going to be him. Watch, it's going to come back to him. Finding out that it was junior and all this stuff at the end was completely shocking for me. I know we're jumping ahead, but it's fine. (laughs) I kind of knew, like when his involvement came out, I was like, he's involved. I was like, I don't think he did it. So as soon as I found out that he, as soon as it came to be that like he was involved, I was like, this is, it can't be that easy. Like he, yeah, he was, I was like, he, he's covering. Yeah. Once I think once um, there was a time that I was like, I don't think it's him. Oh, it was when he went to go visit. Um, oh, his name just went out of my head. Uh, Athena's dad. Um, golly. Huh? Sam- Samuel. Once senior went to go visit Samuel in the hospital, that's when it kind of clicked to me. And I was like, I don't think it's him. I think he's covering for somebody. Yeah, I, I felt that too, because I was like, the way he was apologizing. Yeah. It's like he was gen- like people who, you know, committed, who actually committed the murder, don't apologize that sincerely. Yeah. And I think he did feel really bad. And this whole thing with Samuel, I mean, Samuel's, I kind of want to concentrate on him for a moment while we're here. So he's in a coma from running into their house what was it? it it was a heart something i think it was with a, a heart attack or a stroke or something along those lines if i remember correctly some kind of medical thing some that's kind of medical thing happened and he runs into the house and that's when all this stuff gets uncovered because obviously they have to try to fix the house and dig things up and that's when they find the body and blah blah blah, blah. we saw that last week so this week he's in a coma and beatrice's which is his wife athena's mother is very gun-ho on her husband's innocence which i love the one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way though was how fast athena was about to just turn on her own dad yeah because i was like like, woo, especially when she was sitting there like 
like when Bobby was sitting in there going through his files and Athena was like, what are you doing? I was like, no, Athena, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) Or actually, oh, no. The real question is, what are you not doing? Like, because that's not Athena at all. She's like, I'm going to get answers yesterday kind of person. Mm -hmm. And well, then she actually admitted to Bobby, you know, I think my dad did it and I'm afraid of what I'm going to find. It's like, well, which I understand too. Like I, I do understand it because what if it was her father? She just, she's not going to yeah. be the one that wants to figure that out. And yeah. But then on the other hand, wouldn't she also want to look through his things just so that she could prove that it wasn't him? Yeah. Which is the like, whole thing that Bobby at- said was like, don't you, wouldn't you rather like clear his name than think he's guilty? Like he- you don't have to be of the mindset that he did it and you're afraid of what you're going to find. Yeah. You can go in fully wanting to prove his innocence, which thank goodness he was innocent. Oh my gosh. I know. I was really scared for, for about, I think 10 minutes of watching this only about 10 minutes. And then I thought he was innocent and I thought it was senior to be honest. I was really scared for the, I was like, Oh man, this is going to make her fly off the hinges like she's not gonna be okay if her father killed this little girl but thankfully that did not happen but i didn't i i really did not like how athena spoke to bobby i feel like that really hurt my heart thankfully bobby's very understanding and such an amazing guy to her he really is. I mean, she was going through a tough time. We do things all the time when we're going through tough times. We can't be held accountable really with he's, the position she was in. He's good in a crisis. That's for sure. He is. He is. Like he's just sitting there. Like he's like been the fall guy this whole time. He's like taking all this heat from everyone and mm-hmm. playing peacemaker. I'm like, that is a hard job. Yeah. That's a hard job under like just typical family dynamic circumstances but mm-hmm. when you've got dad in the hospital and mom's being uncooperative and you know your wife is you know about to fly off the handle like good golly that's a job yeah he just had to sit there and hold it all down while they just exploded around them <laughs> like everyone's and exploding did. and i'm just like okay everyone chillax he did it's gonna be fine tell me what he's if anything ever happens to bobby and athena i will riot like you can't they're they have to be like the glue in this show i feel like now like you can't separate them they're 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 them that's the couple (laughs) they've been very solid for a very long time so i mean they need to be left alone yeah it i feel like i'm always nervous that they're gonna start playing with bobby and athena i'm like please don't you have every other character to play with don't play with these two (laughs) just let them be just let them be so also going back to this investigation this lead detective does not like athena in his business man that's putting it lightly (laughs) i think he was a little intimidated I, yeah, I think it was, I think it was more of like a territorial kind of thing. Like, this is my investigation. And I mean, he was kind of right. She was, I mean, they did think that his, her, 
rewind, they did think at the beginning that her father could be responsible. So, I mean, he was, I mean, he was kind of right. Like she couldn't be very heavily involved, but I yeah. mean, he doesn't know Athena. Like, yeah. I mean, and should she to- have been involved? No. No, she shouldn't have been involved, but this is a TV show, so I'm gonna go yeah. to bed for Athena and say he should have just let her in. <laughs> but she's Athena. She knows what she's doing. It's okay. It's okay. She knows what she's doing. She'll solve the mystery. It'll be fine. They ended up she being a great did. team, though. They did. I liked I liked how that all kind of came full circle. That did. That was a little bit of a piece in this entire mess of an episode. That was amazing. I'm not saying the episode was a mess. I really did enjoy this episode. What I found really funny was that we. I said before that I look that you know they showed, you know, a young Beatrice, and mm-hmm. I was that's Athena's mom, and then they showed a young Athena, and I'm like that's athena especially <laughs> they showed her questioning that poor police officer oh my gosh, i loved that like, and he's standing there like you are a nine-year-old child please go away. <laughs> i honestly loved that entire interaction i did too it was really funny i was expecting it to go a different way to be honest i mean we gotta be thinking we're where we are when we are and race obviously we have to put in there and i honestly thought this was like he was going to be some kind of butt munch to her and i honestly really love this interaction because he answered her questions as the best as he could for her being a nine-year-old girl and i feel like she was honestly like satisfied with this answer and it was just a good interaction i really did appreciate seeing that yeah not being a problem but yeah it 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 was just really cool because i was like yes that's athena Mm -hmm. that athena needs to jump in on this investigation yesterday (laughs) yes i loved it that was we get i mean also in that scene we get to meet tanya's sister um trying to think of her name don't remember her name she was quite a rebel though even like before i mean we saw that she'd kind of been getting herself into trouble since her sister disappeared yeah but then later on we see that she's it seems like she was always that way kind of a you know rebel sneaking out of the house yeah which funnily enough that entire investigation had been going off you know wrong information that was so <clears throat> that was so detrimental. I mean, I feel like this case could have been solved a long time ago with that information, but that new detective, I think, had already figured that out. Like he had said, like she wouldn't have gone to bed in her berets. That hurts when you lay down on him. You can't sleep on him. She wouldn't have. So I think he already had like a suspicion that she wasn't taken out of her bed. But I don't think they had anything like any hard evidence to go on to prove that. So Athena and Bobby 
pretty much go behind this investigator's back and talk to Tanya's sister, Joanne, about kind of what had happened in her eyes that day. And understandably, like, she was not in a good place. No. Like, the years had not been kind to that poor woman. No, I think that's because she was holding that information in all those years and probably felt so much guilt. Can you imagine holding all of that in all those years? That had to have been killing her. It's That was very sad. I just found it... um, I also found it really is interesting the word um nice that bobby of all people is the one that she opened up to yeah i don't know what it is about bobby he just has that calming presence you just want to tell him everything i tell him anything i love bobby but i don't i'm not like in love with bobby i think of bobby as like a dad type (laughs) like he'll take good care of you like in a dad kind of yes like he's like comforting like I feel I would feel like safe with Bobby I don't know like I agree. he's more well, I, I'm pretty sure he could be my dad in real life so well, I'm currently watching parenthood so oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we so what is it all we learned from Joanne they she snuck out Tanya Tanya's the one who disappeared right yeah Joanne snuck out that night and Tanya later on got all prettied up and followed her sister to the party. Well, I guess didn't follow her, but went to the party she knew she was at. And I was flabbergasted (laughs) at this entire thing because I'm like, what? First of all, Joanna seems like she's 14 maybe like she seemed like 13 14 she seemed like such a baby she seemed like 12 13 and do we know how old tanya was i don't know for some reason i have nine stuck in my head i have nine stuck in my head too that's Um, so that might be it younger than that she looked a little younger than that maybe eight or nine but when they just started handing her beer i was like are you like as your as a sister that really upset me i'm like that that that's a nine-year-old girl and yeah it it just struck me as odd that she wasn't just a tad more protective and was like come on we're going home yeah like no you're not drinking that beer sit here for a little bit and i'll i'll walk you back home which is how i thought it was going to go i thought that she was going to walk her home and tell her now get back up to your room and then taunt or Joanne would go back to the party and then that's when Tanya would disappear nope but that did not happen because Joanna did not appear to be very responsible (laughs) no and it just it really did surprise me and it 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 was kind of I I still don't think I would have forgiven Joanna at that point because I mean even though she yes she was a child herself she was also the older sister and one should not have let her nine-year-old little sister first of all have I think more than one beer like yes she was you know a kid herself but she was also a kid who obviously knew better she knew oh, that yeah. what she was doing was wrong because she snuck out in order to do it yeah 
So she knew that what she was doing was wrong. Yeah, she's she wasn't a stupid girl. She wasn't at all. She was just wild and free at her age. And that's fine. That's okay. You can be wild and free at any age if you want to be. Don't give your nine sister beer. Yeah, don't encourage that behavior on your younger sibling when you could set a good example for them. But I mean, I'm sure Joanna has beat herself up every single day. And I think we see that later on by the way that she looks is she didn't have a good life. She, I think, really beat herself up every day, which I don't blame her. And she, she, I feel like she was purposely torturing herself staying in that house all those years. Oh, yeah. Like she probably should have sold that house and moved on years ago, but she, I feel like she was dead set on punishing herself for what happened. Yeah. And keeping that room exactly how it was, even. I don't know how many years later that was. Well, the, her she said her mom kept it that way all those years. And then mm-hmm. she kept it even after her mother died. The mother I get because that is a common practice that happens a lot when parents lose children. Especially when they disappear and you yeah. just have a feeling that they'll come home any day. Yeah. So that's, I mean... It's a real life sad fact of that really does happen for a lot of people, but that just shows you the guilt that Joanna had because she, I feel like she was on the same grief as her mother was. I don't know how to word that right, but you can just tell by the way that she didn't change anything. She, the way that she did not take care of one herself. She didn't take care of that house, except that room was pristine. Like she kind of inherited her mother's grief. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that was, that was heartbreaking. It was just very sad to see how that family just, you know, completely fell apart, which is sadly what happens a lot when children pass away or disappear like that. Yep, it does. I, at, for a split second before um, we found out who Joanne was, mm-hmm. like when Dean and Bobby first went to the house, I did think that it was Tanya's mother. Oh, really? First. Yeah. For some reason, I mean, think now I'm thinking like, no, she would have had to have looked much older, but that's what I thought. Yeah. No, I see that, but. But I, I feel like they. Per- I feel like they kind of made her look a little older than she should have been. And I don't know if that was on purpose to show, you know, how much she's been struggling all these years. Joanna? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think so. Because she looked a lot older than Athena. And I think she was only a few years older than Athena. Yeah, I think she should have only been, what, maybe five, six years older than Athena. Yeah. She looked much, much older. So that's I that grief, know. that grief and that guilt. So I don't know if that was geniusly done on purpose just to show how, you know, that guilt essentially aged her, but mm-hmm. but it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, they did, if that was intentional, they did a great job with that. So after this party, we see that Junior's going to take her home. 
Oh gosh. This scene was really my, tough for me to watch. My heart was racing the whole time. That was terrifying. That was and just the the entire scene was I'm I'm glad that they cut parts when they did cut parts because it was going a little too far for my liking on my normal tv shows i do enough true crime as is in other places and watching this i was like oh my gosh come on please do not show anything being done to this little girl and i had tears in my eyes watching her run through these were they the orange the, the orange groves the orange groves she's running through those those all those trees and i was like oh my gosh my heart was pounding i knew what was coming i mean you knew what was coming oh yeah but you're still like cheering for in some kind of way yeah you yeah part of me was still thinking come on come on but I know. you know that some you know that bad stuff is gonna happen yeah but still you're like come on come on you can do it get out of there oh that was that was really heartbreaking he catches her and you know the entire the entire way how they did it with bobby running after junior tackling him and then athena running after junior and them flashing back and forth between tanya running and athena running junior running it was all a really they did that really well is what I'm yeah yeah i think it was really well done um, it did make it a little more bittersweet than really yeah. terrifying. Yep. So you were really sad about what happened to Tanya, obviously. That's terrible. But then at the same time, in basically the same scene, mm-hmm. we see, you know, Reggie getting his. So yeah, you're kind of like cheering and upset at the same time because you want Athena to get him. Because in the same moment as she died, she got the justice. So, yeah, very well done scene. I didn't think about that before, but that was pretty smart of them to do it that way. Yeah, it really was. There was I. It they did really well in a heartbreaking scene, and I also want to mention that they terrified me when that shot went off, and I thought Bobby got hit. <laughs> right when you were thinking nothing bad can happen to bobby and athena i know my heart did like a pitter patter then i was like oh he's okay okay good i was like hopefully that you know little you know word i can't say without being in trouble got (laughs) shot (laughs) (laughs) i was so glad it was him i was like oh good i know the bad guy went down as it should be but I mean, we also see that senior, the senior did know about it. He knew that he did it. And he, I think he's just more, what he suspected more of it and covered up for him all those years. And he was like, I just wanted to protect my boy. And then we find out, lo and behold, she wasn't the only one. That was, that actually did shock me. I don't know why it shouldn't have shocked me. I mean, doing I what like, I do for a living, like it, it shouldn't shock me that, I mean, it is a pattern usually. It didn't, it didn't necessarily shock me. I think what shocked me is just the fact that that's 
how they chose to go with that storyline mm-hmm. because I was thinking this is all about you know Tanya it's solved and then they were like and he did this to other girls and I'm thinking whoa whoa wait this isn't that's not what this was supposed to be yeah that was that secret should not have been kept for I think it was like 45 years that was not okay of senior to do I mean they they found what six girls so far and they weren't even done looking so we don't even know how many other girls he abused and or killed and reggie was um senior he was like he didn't know that either right like he didn't know there were other girls he didn't know there were any girls because when they told him he almost had a breakdown which i mean i'm sorry but good you know well that was a long time coming he deserved a breakdown he did he did i don't and i don't i i have kids and i just feel like if my kid killed somebody like in honest i would they they would have to pay for what they did yeah the, the way that you love your kids is by teaching them that you kill someone there are consequences for that yeah i mean no like if like you hit a hit like a if you hit somebody's car and go yeah we're gonna have a discussion about it not okay you kill somebody first mm, a little girl being inappropriate with then killing her i'm sorry no if it was my son he'd be locked up plain and simple there was i would i could never be i would never want to be a mother who was responsible for that kind of stuff because you are you're just as responsible if you know about it and you don't say anything and i don't know if it was made clear and i just missed it but did they mention if all of if like tanya was the first girl i think tanya was the first the first okay so that really did that really did hit him then if he just made him you know face up to his own up to his con like you know own up to it then Mm -hmm. maybe those other girls would still be here today but do we know did he commit other murders or was he just like not just a but was he a pedophile was he was he killing these girls as well do we know did i miss that i don't think so i think they just um like they showed the that other detective or was it athena I don't know one of them showed him the pictures and said well you know she wasn't the she wasn't the only one and then he just kept saying I was trying to protect my boy I was trying to protect my boy and they were like what about them exactly so I don't think it, it wasn't really made clear like exactly you know what all went down with the other girls I think it was just left for us to you know interpret assume I I was just left to assume that he, that, you know, it was more of a serial thing and he did the same to those. So sad. I mean, we have one good thing. Samuel woke up. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Finally, something good is happening in this episode. One good thing that came out of this entire thing. Samuel wakes up and next week looks eventful i mean at least for chem jeez holy cow poor chim <laughs> okay of everybody on that show i feel like chim is the one who can never ever 
catch a damn break. <laughs> Preview when he, he's just so, holding on. It's just it was so shocking. I had to go back and watch that preview <laughs> again because we went from like this really somber, you know, 911 episode into Jim being kidnapped <laughs> and Buck almost getting run over. And I'm sitting there laughing. I'm like, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny or not. It was funny after watching that entire episode of just grim after grim and then getting to see Chim having a heart attack in the car going in circles. Like it was just like a good like comedic relief. I think I know he'll be fine. So I'm not I'm not worried about Chim. Yeah, he'll be fine. I'm just really excited about seeing how that all goes down. I do too. Let's hopefully the car doesn't hit Buck though. Stay clear of Buck, please. You know what? I think Buck will be fine. <laughs> He'll just bounce he already off. had an entire fire engine fall on top of him. So, you know, I I, I think he can survive a car. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll survive. He'll be great. That is it for 911 tonight. But we will be back next week to talk about next week's 911. But now we are going to talk a little bit about The Resident, which is another episode I really did enjoy. I don't think everybody else did. But as the only Kate fan, I think, in the world right now, me, hi, I'm in. I'm in the Kate club all by myself. Nobody's changed my mind. I'm just, I'm, I'm stubborn now. Like now, unless she's off the show, my mind's not changing. <laughs> so you're, you were a Kate fan from the beginning. You're going to see this through. I am. I have loved her since she came on the screen. And I just can't give up on her yet. So I'm, I'm hanging on till the end. I know there will be an end. I'm I hanging her. on. I, I like her as a character. I just think her and um, Conrad just have zero chemistry i i think they have chemistry i think she's just still being very cold and standoffish from not not only conrad but from everybody and i don't know if or when she'll i think i don't know when or if she'll ever like warm up she's been really stressed out lately but we'll talk about that yeah i guess i can give all the excuses (laughs) Oh, I know you can. You could do this whole podcast all by yourself. We've talked about that. We could. I'll talk all Cade. I mean, have all Jeanette yelling at me through the. I can already hear Jeanette listening to this podcast <laughs> and screaming at you through, you know, her phone or however she's listening. Well, I'm sorry she's not here. <laughs> you should have been here, Jeanette. You had your chance. Hashtag Team Cade. Okay. So we start the episode with Padma, who is always a basket of nerves, I feel like. But she was in this week. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, she had me nervous. I was about to have a panic attack just watching her. My gosh, she was supposed to be the Zen one. I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what happened either, because she's supposed to be the Zen one. And there's Leela, like, everything's going to be okay. I have to go and then I'll be right back. I'm like, I'm sorry. Is this like Freaky Friday? Did we switch personalities? What happened here? They did. I really think they did. But 
she's also been through a lot these past few months this yeah this pregnancy is really you know had a number on her and, and really rightfully so i think I'd, I be, mean, I'd probably be panicked too i mean she started by writing a will which granted anyone who's about to have children should have a will so i mean i wasn't terribly surprised that i think the only thing i was surprised about is that she didn't think to do it until literally hours before she gave birth i know <laughs> nesting what's called nesting <laughs> she was nesting wait <laughs> nesting some people clean somebody write their will it's okay and she was, yeah well what was it she said i i found this website online it seems legit yeah. <laughs> i don't know padma you might want to find out for sure if your will is legit you know before you undergo major surgery <laughs> I, I may not be an expert but you know just saying well, i mean it was sweet it was sweet and i i actually i honestly appreciated leela in this moment as well because she's usually very tough with padma and she was I liked seeing more of the softer side of her calming her down. And, you know, when Padma's telling her, you know, make sure my babies are taken care of, she's reassuring her. And it's just, it was kind of a nice difference, I guess. It was a nice change of pace. It was a nice change in Leela because she's usually more of like the go, go, go type. Yeah. And Devin, though, I, he was kind of funny in this episode what was it he just walked in with all the bags okay are we ready to go and then he looks at him he's like i guess not <laughs> he just walked right back out like oh god bless that man oh. he's gonna be th he's gonna be through a lot as long as these kids are in their lives <laughs> oh my gosh you can imagine this is gonna be so funny to watch and i hope I we get to see it <laughs> oh i am here for it i want to see a whole lot more of that entire family. <laughs> I just want to see AJ, Padma, Leela, and Devin trying to run after these twins. <laughs> because I have a feeling it's going to be the four of them having to do a lot with these children. Full house style. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I mean, and it's just so sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to old episodes. When AJ got her that condo. Oh, I'm. I'm having an AJ moment right now. He's so sweet. I know he was a rock star this episode. He was he really just 100% on board with everything Padma wanted. He was just like, oh, your crystals. And where do those go? I'm like, I know. Last episode, wasn't he kind of making fun of them last episode or a couple episodes ago? Yep. And now he's sitting there putting the crystals down. She's like, they go by the window. Oh yeah. Okay. By the window. <laughs> I think he knows how freaked out she is and he's just trying anything to keep her calm. He's like, you're about to birth my baby so you can have anything you want. Pretty much. He doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't need to get her blood pressure all high. It was kind of a revolving door in Padma's room because they kept getting <laughs> pulled out. Every time they got mm -hmm. pulled out, she was like, you're leaving. Like, I know. I was like, they I have know. work I'm, to do. It's almost like they were talking to a three-year-old. like, I have to go do a surgery. I'll, I'll be, be back. right back. She's like, you'll be back? Yeah, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> poor Devin. <laughs> and poor Devin is in there like, <laughs> and I'm right here. 
Like I kept forgetting that Devin was there because she would freak out when Leela left and she would yeah. freak out when AJ left. And Devin's sitting there in the corner. It's like, um, I'm still here. I'm doctoring, you know. I don't think she cares about Devin being there. That didn't do anything. But it was sweet that he sat there with her and you know, kept her company while everybody else was getting dragged away for this crazy day. I mean, this was kind of a. Oh my gosh. It was just one day, wasn't it? It was. And it was just a few hours. Holy I don't want to say it annoyed me, but I was a little bit annoyed with the whole thing about the gunshot. It's like it's as many things as that happen. They're making it seem like this is normal with every single gunshot. It takes over a hundred medical staff to take care of it. And take and yes, does it take money and effort and bodies and everything to save somebody? Yeah, but it's also a public hospital, and that's their job. They're not a private hospital anymore, so that this whole thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way I feel like they didn't I think what rubbed me the wrong way is they didn't do much with it like they had that number tracker rolling at the beginning Mm -hmm. and then they did again at the end like if they were trying to get some kind of point across it should have been something they were doing throughout no they were the episode were they or was I just not paying attention you weren't paying attention girl no it kept going up Every time something happened and they would like new doctors would have to come in and do something, the number would kept going up. So I just kept being my attention kept going to the mm. the little what's that thing called? The counter, the number counter. The, the, we'll, we'll call it the number counter. I think the there's number, a name for it. But. There is a name for it. I'm like the scrolly number thing. I don't know what it is you all know what we're talking about and if you know what the official name is please uh email us and uh let us know because we don't know how to look that up all the the only thing going in my head right now is speedometer and I know it's not that something meter odometer isn't that a speedometer isn't that almost like a speedometer I don't know. I have odometer. Time. Okay, hold on. It up. Research time. Odometer. Oh, um, click counter. I keep getting tally counter. Yeah, that's what I'm getting too. Like click counter and tally counter. Yeah, I guess that is what it is, but that's not what I've ever called it. So whatever. <laughs> well, it's what we. It's what we're gonna call it now. The tally counter. So her surgery was delayed. What? two three times i think it was i think just twice well i think yeah she was going in well no it was delayed i think it was delayed an hour the first time it was delayed because they had you know to do something with one of the other mini surgeries Mm -hmm. and then they were wheeling her down and then they had to take her back up yep i think it was (laughs) twice that it was push back and I felt like each time her it was pushed she got more and more and more panicked yeah which and Devin 
got more and more panicked that he was the only one there. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to leave you. I really wish someone else was here, but I'm not leaving you. Man, I was panicking because it was like, she was hemorrhaging and I knew these babies were coming and Leela and AJ are sitting in the surgery. Just, I'm like, holy moly, she's having the babies right now. Why is nobody going and getting AJ or Leela? And then obviously they did, but. Well, they were paged for um, emergency or no trauma surgeon. They needed a trauma surgeon or something. Yeah. I'm still not clear on what everyone's specialty is because they paged a trauma surgeon and then they paged Leela and AJ, but I didn't think either of them were trauma surgeons. Well, I don't think they really paged them to help. I think they more paged them because that was Padma's family. And I think that was more of a respect thing of letting them know. Um, But I mean, Leela went in there and saved Padma's life. I don't don't know how she was able. I'm sorry. In the real world, you would not be able to walk in the room and just do surgery on your sister. Like, I don't care how busy that (laughs) hospital is. You are not doing surgery on your own sister. I would not. I mean, obviously I'm not a surgeon. So of course I would not want to do surgery on my sister. But if I was a surgeon, no way. Uh, No, but no, this is TV shows. The resident, it's awesome, whatever. Everything went fine. Padma's okay. Two healthy baby boys. Two healthy babies. We don't know names yet, right? Mm, I don't believe so. We just had a very small glimpse of the robot babies. Robot babies. They were robot babies. Did you see them? I did see them. Mm-hmm. And I was very frustrated. I was definitely like, I- robot babies, but they were so tiny. Those would, those would definitely have to be robot babies being that t- teeny tiny. Yeah. I mean, you can't have real teeny tiny. No, I don't like that. As as a mother, I would be like, no. <laughs> not like, doing I want my it. kids to be on TV, but not that badly. They're too tiny. <laughs> no. Those were like definitely like NICU babies. Kind of bouncing back to this whole gunshot thing. Eucalyptus. Use his real name. Come on. <laughs> use his real name. <laughs> Eucalyptus. Really frustrated me this episode. <laughs> And I feel like eucalyptus is supposed to be calming. So it's an essential oil, isn't it? Mm, so well, I don't even remember what the next one was. Eucalyptus. There's the next one that came in. Um, uh, I, I don't know. That was the very end. Yeah, I can't think of it now. But anyways, you know, I understand why they did it. Like, I understand the entire backstory because I know that funding is a problem in hospitals and you know we call it big pharma we call it big pharma greed it's things we the resident have has been kind of touching on a lot of the time since it started and i know chicago chicago med has been starting with yes you know a lot of the issues in healthcare. so it's definitely you know a hot button issue these days it is and i get them wanting to talk about it and i think it should be talked about because it obviously is an issue but at the same time it felt like it was out of place it didn't feel like the resident it just felt 
like when Kit came in and started talking about like the money right in front of like when this patient's like half dead in front of her, it was just like that wasn't a Kit move. It didn't. I think like I they liked- just had Kit say that because they're like, oh, we need to put this into our show, so let's just make Kit say this. It just yeah, it just didn't feel it didn't feel right. It was very unnatural, especially with Kit coming on as, you know, being the one who wanted to like revolutionize the entire system. And now she's kind of, well, I, I mean, you, you, can, you have to play along sometimes, but yep, you're right. It did feel very forced the way that they're doing it. Yeah. And I mean, I'll give them time. Maybe they'll get better about doing it in a different way, but it just, it didn't feel like a it didn't really feel like the resident type very much. It was just kind of odd for me, but to kind of go back to this gunshot victim, eucalyptus, which by the way, why are we just now hearing about this for the first time? I think like are gunshots getting more and more, I guess. Is that the, Oh, was the gunshots or was it just John Doe's in general? I don't know. Maybe it was just John Doe's in general. I don't know. Because they've had John Doe's on the show before, but this is the first time I've heard about this whole, you know, giving them a name based on, you know, going through the alphabet. Okay. I thought so too. And I was like, that's, that's kind of weird that we're just like hearing about this now, because I think this would have been funny, not funny, but kind of been funny the whole time going on, you know? Yeah. It would have been a fun little, you know, thing that, you know, they did, which a lot of some of the John and Jane Doe's they get on the show, they end yep. up getting an identity at the end of the show. So it's fine. Yeah. But, but Eucalyptus never did. Poor Eucalyptus. I don't know. Maybe Eucalyptus will be back and we'll find out who he is. I hope so. But or I'm, I'm guessing he's, I don't think he's like a good guy. No, I'm not I mean, getting that. He's been shot before. He's had all these. He's had these prior surgeries before for being shot. He was obviously shot doing some shady something in that street. Yeah, he's obviously involved in something. To what degree, we might never know, but he's definitely not just an innocent bystander. No. So, I mean, but he is a human and, you know, we have humanity. So we want to see this guy survive even, you know, even if he is not the best person. I mean, that was nice that they were making a point to give them, you know, a name just so, you know, it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, John Doe up there. Just, you know, I mean, obviously if you have 15 John Doe's, you guys, I guess you got to start differing them. Yeah. You can't have like John Doe one, John Doe two. You got to get way too confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Come on guys. Get creative. So this guy, I don't know how many times he went to surgery, two, three. I, I lost count because I felt like every single time a surgery was pushed, it was because, or like every time a surgery was pushed or they were told something wasn't available, it was because of the gunshot guy. Yeah. So I'm like, my gosh, all of these insane amount of resources just for this one guy, but I don't know. I lost count of how many times that poor guy was taken into surgery. It was at least it was at least twice, at the very least. Yeah, I mean, he went he went into the first surgery. They didn't take it out because one, he was uninsured, and two, it was 
I guess, pretty lodged in there. But then they took the scan and they knew they had to go back in for a second surgery because of where the bullet was. It was way too close to the spine to let leave there because he could be walking around one day and just become paralyzed pretty much, which I guess is no bueno. So, but then after that, he needs dialysis and then it starts filling up with blood. And I'm like, what is what what else can happen to this poor I, guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I I feel like they were really pushing it. I, I feel like they're really shoving this whole, you know, healthcare, like the trouble with healthcare in our faces this episode with that gunshot yeah. victim. I feel like everything they wanted to basically sh- show us. Yeah. They just kept dumping, they just kept dumping more and more and more in. And mm-hmm. it's like everything they could possibly think of. They're like, oh nope, let's just make it happen to eucalyptus. Like now he can get dialysis and now he needs another surgery and now he needs Billy. It's like, oh my gosh. I mean, that's why I was saying at the beginning, like it kind of frustrated me that we were like doing this tally counter thing because I'm like, this cannot be normal for every single gunshot victim. So it can't be a hundred people and four (laughs) surgeries and dialysis and problems with dialysis and all this stuff with every single gunshot victim. I mean, you can't compare every single one is it a problem yeah it is but also i'm sorry but if america had better health care then this wouldn't be an issue (laughs) then maybe we could um go back to the drama instead of having all of this uh nonsense happening on our tv shows i know i i I don't want to be in the real world when i'm watching my shows how many times have i had to say that Let's let's talk about a little bit happier thing. Let's talk about Conrad and Cade. Well, happy for Amanda. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Amanda. This is the part where you talk all by yourself. <sighs> okay, so my girl, she, <laughs> she left in the middle of the night again. <laughs> um, right? Was that this week or was that last week? No, that was last. That week. was last week. Oh my gosh. No, yeah, that was the en- that was the end of that last was the week. end of last week. And I think they, I, I think that was just part of the recap for this week. Oh, that's right, because this episode is when he went to Kit. Okay. Yes, yeah, so like he. So yeah, Conrad. Well, yeah, it turned out Conrad went to Kit, which initiated the whole uh, drug testing. Which that was too much of a coincidence, and. Even when, because I think even Irving was saying that, like, someone asked, like, how often they have to do drug testing. He was like, it's been a while. He said so it's been three years. Yeah. So as soon as he said that, I was like, this is too convenient. It is, but I don't think that, I don't think Ian was, like, like, suspicious, really. I don't think anybody was really suspicious. I mean, they were like, no, well, this is I, weird. I but- think... Yeah, well, I think Cade was, I think Cade was the only one who was suspicious because, you know, she knew that she did have, she just had that conversation with Conrad. Yeah, she and Conrad are the only ones who knew about, you know, the conversation they had. So um, obviously Cade thought it was weird, but nobody else did. Yeah, which I mean, honestly, I think Conrad did do the right thing. 
I'm not, and I, and I won't cover up for Kate for this one. I think she, I don't, I think she did what she thought was right. I think she told Conrad because I deep down, she knew Conrad would do the right thing and say something without her having to rat out her own dad, even though she did act mad at Conrad for saying something. I don't think she would have told Conrad that if she absolutely did not want anything happening. I really don't. If that was her expectation, then she does not know Conrad at all. Exactly. She had to know that Conrad was going to react. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think the way he, he reacted was very appropriate. I mean. I do, too. I think he handled this beautifully. And he even, he even said he told Kit anonymously. So mm-hmm. Kit didn't have any idea who, you know, the doctor could have been nope i mean it's not like he was in there ratted him out he just said i have a suspicion and you know if it had been three years then you know maybe it is time for a drug testing of your staff i mean right i mean i don't i don't really believe in drug testing for every single job but i feel like in the medical field when you're if you're in a profession where you're where other people's lives are literally like in your hands i think drug testing regular drug police firemen (laughs) the people who are supposed to be saving us i mean everyone says what you do on your own time is your own time but on the other hand not if it bleeds into you know exactly and the whole problem with ian is he's popping these pills before he's going into surgery like he has to have them before he does anything which is a clear sign of addiction and if it's not addiction, then there's something seriously medically going on with him and he shouldn't be doing surgery. Not to mention he's going to lengths to cover it up and everything. So he's being very shady and I know everybody loves him. I do, but it's Andrew. I know it's Andrew McCarthy and like, you gotta love him, but I do. And I do, but I have not liked his character since he walked on this, walked on the freaking set. I don't, I haven't trusted him at all. And you know, maybe I shouldn't be talking because I'm a big Cade fan, but. And you know, Cade, even like at the end, like when he, after his whole cover up, I, he, he just told Kit that he was taking Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like some other drug that te- that can test neg that can have a false positive for the one they were testing for. I guess. Yep. And like he even told Cade that lie. Yeah. Too, and she was like, okay, but I could tell she was like, still yeah, suspicious. Okay, I'm not buying this. Yeah. Like I don't know what's really going on, but I'm not buying this. And yeah. I mean, I, Kate may not be my favorite person. She may not be my favorite character, but she's no dummy. No, she's not stupid. She has to know that he's covering something up because the way that she was like, okay, she was kind of looking at him like, I can tell you're humoring me. So I'm going to humor you. Okay, dad. Man, I just, so I'm. I'm, I'm honestly very happy that Kit is making him follow up with this and not just saying, okay, I think she I was sees something's for- weird. Yeah, I was worried for a second there. Yeah. When she's like, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. I'm like, Kit, that's it. And then yeah. she was like, wait, 
I can't let you, you know, be performing surgeries. And I'm like, thank you. Yes, finally. So, I don't know. It sounds like this is going to be a big storyline this year. So I think yep. it's going to get a lot messier. I do too, but I guess we'll see how it's going to go. We love you, Andrew McCarthy. Your character needs to make better choices, though. <laughs> so in the preview for next week, we see... First of all, the little cover photo is AJ holding one of the babies, which, by the way, is so adorable. Yeah, let's have a whole episode of that, please. I wish, but it looks like we don't really see that much of them, sadly. We have this mother who is, I guess, coming off drugs, what it seems like, and she just had a baby, and the baby's being taken away from her, and she's flipping out. So we kind of see that whole drama kind of starting um but also i think the big story next week is going to be ian and his withdrawals of these pills and trying to get off of them and there's some lady there calling him out so i think next week is going to get a little bit hairy for angie mccarthy things are getting dicey yeah so i guess we're gonna have to see i don't know it looks it looks stressful next week. <laughs> I feel like at least one or two of our shows really stresses us out each week. Why do you gotta be so stressful? I think that's it. I think we covered 911. We covered the resident. So if you're not there already, make sure you join us on Facebook. We are 911-911 Family Fan Club. And then the resident Chastain family fan club. We have games and chats. So make sure you tell us your thoughts. Yes. And we are also on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of those under fandom family chats. So go follow us and let us know what you think. All right. Bye guys. <laughs> bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, FamilyFanClub2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.